0: Welcome to the Dear Mark Project Podcast, brought to you by Bray Co. As marketing and advertising professionals, honesty and transparency need to be at the forefront for everything we do. However, with new emerging technology, creating materials that are both engaging and 100% transparent can be super tricky. The Dear Mark Project Podcast produces weekly episodes on honesty and transparency as it relates to the advertising and marketing spaces. Our goal is to get Mark Zuckerberg and his social media empire to create an automatic hashtag filtered image tag that shows up on any post that uses a filter. It's a small action that we believe can create a world of a difference. Stay tuned on how you can support. Enjoy the show. Natasha, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely excited to have you here. So, please tell the audience a little bit about
1: yourself and what you do. Okay, my so my name is Natasha Page. I'm um, a psychotherapist. I'm based here in England, um, and I work with with people um, providing therapy services. Um, and I've also got a product called My Little Therapy Box that helps people to have. Uh,
0: conversations around
1: their mental health.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and I want to get started with that little therapy box. So can you just explain what that is and a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, so my little therapy box, um, I designed this um, because as a therapist, sometimes when clients first come into therapy sessions, um, sometimes they may find it quite difficult to actually open up about the areas of their life that they're struggling with. Um, or they may not know where to start, they might feel quite overwhelmed um, or find it hard to um, express how they're feeling. So because I'd observed that in therapy, I thought it'd be really helpful for people to have um, something physical that they could actually kind of look through and then start to think about what areas of their life they may be struggling with, so what things are contributing to like their... Um, Their well being not being as good as it should be, or why their mental health is sort of declining. Um, So that's why I designed the the therapy box.
0: Yeah, that sounds like such a powerful tool. And I love that it helps you to not only have the difficult conversations, but also helps you to initiate the difficult conversations and helps you to identify the areas of struggle because I feel like that's half the battle is just initiating the conversations and truly identifying where those pain points are so when we're talking about you know confidence and self-esteem how does my little therapy box help with that yeah so so my little therapy box
1: has got 40 different themes within the box and some of the cards in there are exactly what you've just talked about so body confidence low self-esteem also um phone use as well is in there because that is something that obviously a lot of people these days um actually their phone usage is having an impact on their mental health um so all of those themes are in there and so on the back of each card there are questions um little, little prompts to help you have a deeper discussion about that area of that person's life um, and to get them to think about maybe things that they may be able to do to start to like work towards changing that area of their life
0: mm-hmm Wow that's absolutely fantastic and I really like that you brought up phone usage because again that's a major part of you know not spending all of your time on social media not spending all your time just scrolling Um, so to you specifically you know with your expertise why is limiting your phone usage so important for our mental health? Um, I think because I guess because of some
1: of the issues that actually your um, Dear Mark podcast is trying to address um, the fact that When people are spending a lot of time on social media, they're spending, um, you know, there are positives. I don't want to dismiss the positives of social media, but some of the negatives are they are in, I guess, a land that where people are altering their images or where they're showing the best parts of their life Um, and sometimes when we're exposed to that obviously as humans where our life may not be ideal at that moment or we're comparing ourselves to other images and people um, online that don't match up to you know reality I guess because to some extent social media of course it's we we do share things that are real but often they're glamorized or they're made to look better than they actually perhaps are in real life if if that makes sense Um, so that can be obviously from a psychological perspective can be quite downheartening for people and especially people who may already be prone to like low self-esteem or self-criticism it can really be adding a bit of a a fuel to the, the fire if you like
0: yeah and I think what you're doing is so important and so impactful because you know no matter if you are just starting to have these difficult conversations, or if you've had these conversations a million times before, it's still daunting, you know, because you are being vulnerable with someone, which is extremely scary for most of us. So, you know, when we're trying to initiate these conversations, which is, you know, in my head is, you know, one of the scariest parts. Um, what are some tips to be able to initiate these difficult conversations?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I'm really pleased that you brought that up, actually, because this is another it is another way that the My Little Therapy Box tool can be used. So to have those conversations with maybe a loved one, a family member that you're feeling worried about, um, it can be as simple as just taking the box out, you know, just literally taking the box out and having a look at it together. Like, obviously, this isn't a replacement of therapy. It's not a replacement of getting professional support. But what it can provide is a starting point. So it can provide that space for people to actually stop and actually reflect on what they may be struggling with and start to have those difficult conversations. Um, You know, sometimes it's really hard to open up to family members or friends about our mental health. And this tool can just help to... Uh, make that a bit easier it's very um it's very visual it's got nice like pictures and um little like encouragement statements in there and it's just a nice tool to be able to to share with someone um but also there's not too much pressure to it so the instructions very clearly say that, you know, if there's an area of your life actually you don't want to talk about, that is OK. It may be that you pick the card and you don't have to have a big discussion, but at least you're communicating to the other person that actually this is something you're struggling with.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I know that makes a lot of sense. I think that's so powerful. And I also like that you brought up that there are gonna be conversations that maybe you're not ready to have. Um and I think it's also important to, you know, address how to be able to direct the conversation in a way that is still constructive, um, but maybe you don't you you're still speaking your boundaries about that you don't want to talk about, about that subject. So how would you suggest to go about that situation? Yeah,
1: so so because the My Little Therapy Box is designed in a way that it states that, obviously that in itself is a, a helpful starting point. Um, and also acknowledging that it may be that the person actually would benefit from having some support from a professional rather than a family member. Um, because, of course, you know, support from a family member or friend, um, as supportive as that can be, and it can be helpful, it's it's sometimes with some things that we struggle with we do need that separate person we do need a therapist we do need someone that's um unconnected to our day-to-day life so i think you know that the little therapy box instructions sort of point that out and allow for the people using it to have their own autonomy and to decide what they do or don't want to talk about
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that well, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and um also, you know, everyone, I definitely recommend that you uh purchase this and where can they purchase this? Where is it available? Um so if you so the
1: best place is on uh, my website, which is www.mylittletherapybox.com and so you can purchase um it on there. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. My name's Natasha Page, but my social handle is my little therapy box. So if you put either of those in, you should be able to find me on there. And of course, the good old uh, link in my bio will take you to um, purchase the box as well.
0: And as always, we will have all those links in the description below for you guys to check out. And yeah, on the topic of your Instagram, I saw a post that talked about compassion-focused therapy. And I thought that was so important, especially as it relates to viewing filtered images on social media or viewing photoshopped advertisements on especially social media. So how can we take this compassion-focused therapy and apply it to the subjects around Dear Mark?
1: So in terms of compassion-focused therapy and thinking about our our own bodies and, you know, maybe... I guess one of the things that can be unhelpful is when we compare ourselves to others. And, of course, social media is a whole, uh, you know... What's the word? A library, shall we say, of images that we can pick out and that we can start to compare ourselves to others. Um, so I, I think from using a compassionate um, focus approach is to, to try and think about, you know, when when you're beating yourself up or you're feeling rubbish about yourself is think about how, how would you talk to a friend? Like how would you, if you had a friend that was not feeling good enough, as in whether that's to do with, you know, academic achievements, whether that's to do with body image um you would comfort them wouldn't you you would actually give them some reassurance that actually everybody's got positive qualities um what what are your positive qualities sometimes people with low self esteem find that really hard to to pick out those positive qualities and you know compassion focused therapy i think can help people to just be more friendly to themselves you know so um talking to themselves in a nicer, kinder way. Um, How many of us walk around and have such a negative dialogue with ourselves? How many of us, you know, um, do compare ourselves to others and feel inadequate or not good enough? I think a lot of us at some point do do that. We're human. Um, So I think it's really important, though, to remember that we don't have to think that way um and compassion focused therapy is um it's it's based on principles of cognitive behavioral therapy where we help clients to think about how their thought process impacts on how they feel and how they behave now thoughts pop into our heads very quickly all of the time we experience thousands of thoughts in one day but sometimes those thoughts aren't truthful they're not needed and we need to challenge those thoughts um so that's where the compassion can come in when you're having negative thoughts about yourself actually can we look at this in a different way what positives can you actually pick out today about yourself you know um and remembering that at at times we all perhaps feel bad about our bodies and about ourselves but um, we really need to appreciate everything that our bodies do for us like the fact that we're here is a miracle the fact that we you know uh, uh, we breathe we can reproduce we can do amazing things with our bodies and sometimes it's about you know looking beyond actually the surface value and actually realizing what a wonderful creation you are
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that you're we're all unique is absolutely beautiful as well. Um, And I really like that you brought up the fact that, you know, when we take the approach of treating ourselves like our friend, you know, it tends to be a little bit more friendly. Um, And one of my friends that, you know, struggles with self-confidence, that's what I told her. And, you know, it's 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 true because, you know, you're with yourself all the time. So it's important more than ever to treat yourself friendly, and to treat yourself with respect. Um, So I think that's so powerful. Um, You know, especially when we're looking at these advertisements, and from the perspective of people producing these advertisements, just so they know, like how important it is, when people are looking at altered images, um, you know, online, how is that affecting our mental health? Um, So,
1: again, it affects our mental health. If we It will affect people in different ways. So, you know, like I said, if someone is already prone to having low self-esteem or maybe they've had life experiences that have made them not feel good enough, for example, bullying, um, it can, you know, we as humans, we do tend to compare ourselves to others, don't we? And so if you fall into that trap of comparing yourself um, in terms of like the physical images that we may see. You know the the perfect six pack, or I say perfect. You know that's that's an opinion, isn't it? Um, The the perfect um, beautiful girl, like again, that's an opinion. So attractiveness is, you know, that's an opinion in itself. So just remembering that, you know, there there are what you may think others find attractive. Uh, or even what you think is is class as attractive, actually you know it it 's so much deeper than that isn't it? Like we need to appreciate, like I said, those other parts of us that aren 't just on a surface value um the impact it can have because 'cause i'm probably not answering your question, but I think the impact it can have is that it can really make people feel quite low in mood, it can damage their self esteem further. Um, it can you know it can damage their confidence Um, it also may lead to serious issues like eating disorders um, over exercising body dysmorphia and actually having a really distorted view of oneself so yeah it can be quite serious actually Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I like that you brought up that, you know, advertisements seem to only focus on like a very niche part of the beauty standards. Um, And it's really damaging because, you know, when you, just like when you look at different cultures, you know, there's so much beauty and so much uniqueness in being different and having these different attributes, you know, whether it's, you know, your personality or, you know, how you look or um, how you dress or present yourself, um, you know, and I feel like, especially in advertising, that it, it there needs to be um, a clear representation, you know, of these differences. Um, and, you yeah. know, ironically enough, I think it'd um, be even more um persuasive you know in the advertisements to you know see yourself being represented on these things um so I think that's so you know powerful and everything um so like what are some tips especially when we're seeing these altered images um to remind ourselves about how you know how to be compassionate um or that it's not reality um so I think just little reminders really
1: little affirmations um so some positive affirmations that you can actually tell yourself i don't know just one off the top of my head like i am beautiful (laughs) um you know everybody is unique everyone is beautiful in their own way like again beauty is in it's it's what your perception of that is so why don't you decide what that is you know it doesn't we don't have to let media and um other people's opinions dictate that we can find beauty in in everything in all um human forms you know regardless of race disability um size you know all of these things we sometimes can be guided and influenced by things like social media but actually you know the the beauty is it in the eye of the beholder as they say um just there's um I think there is more happening out there in terms of like obviously the work you're doing is is amazing um I think there there are initiatives out there that are starting to recognize that beauty isn't one thing and that actually you know it's it comes in all different shapes, sizes, colors, and bodies and I think you know the the more that this message gets out there, the more that gets reinforced so this you know what you're doing is really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And I, I would love to uh, maybe just get like one tip from you about uh, maybe like your favorite tip about how just how to have a better and healthier social media experience just in general. Yeah. So um,
1: I think one uh, one tip would be, if it has to be one, <laughs> would be to limit limit the time that you're on there. So um, setting you know the settings that you can put in your phone so that you can only spend a certain amount of time each day on there. I think that can be really helpful um, because we can spend so much time on there by accident. <laughs> and so I think it's taking a bit of control back. And by putting those settings on, although I know you know you can override them if you really want to, I think it makes you more aware of actually how much time you're spending on there and how much you're like saturating yourself in, in that world in like the images and, and everything else that we we look at when we're on online. Um, so, you know, I really do think there's, yeah, there can be positive to social media, but I think it's a bit like, it's a bit like anything isn't it that you know sometimes it's doing things in moderation it's not about abstaining and not having it at all but it's about doing things in moderation to a healthy level um i know i know sorry because i know you said want it but i think another thing is being really um mindful so when i say mindful like being really aware of how it's making you feel because that's a really good indication of whether it's good for you or not you know, if you if you feel rubbish after you've been on your phone scrolling for 10 minutes, that's an indication that actually maybe it's not good for you. Um, so what can you replace that with? Can you replace it with another healthier behaviour? Whether that's, I don't know, something silly <laughs> that just popped in my head, singing a song or, you know, putting, a, putting some music on or just doing something else that, that lifts your energy rather than drains it.
0: Mm -hmm. no absolutely I mean that's such powerful advice you know I think that you know moderation and self awareness is so powerful because it it really makes you just really focus on your day-to-day activities and again just like you said you know how it's affecting your mood Um, so I think that's absolutely powerful and Natasha this has been fantastic thank you so much for sharing your advice and expertise Um, please tell the audience um, how they can get in touch with you Yes yeah, so you can contact me at uh, my
1: website like i said www.mylittletherapybox.com I'd love for you anyone who's listening to find me on Instagram um Natasha Page My Little Therapy Box um please do connect and follow me that would be great I do share um lots of mental health sort of related um, topics and themes um, and um, free resources as well so I like to often give out some free resources that people can download um, I've got a well-being um, a guide to wellbeing, like weekly well-being um, pdf I've got something available to support students as well um, and other things various other things on on my website so
0: Awesome. Yeah, we will have all those fantastic resources in the description below. And again, Natasha, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Great. Thank you.
1: Really enjoyed. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. To learn more about how to make social media a more honest, and empowering place to be, follow us on Instagram at the Dear Mark Project and visit our website, dearmark.co. Stay tuned every week for a new episode. Thanks again for tuning in.